Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers, all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. I, th- I think that would be us. I believe that is us. That's us, right? That's us. Okay, good. Because I don't know of anybody else. Some, you're gonna host today. You're gonna go. You're gonna run the show, so I can play Tetris. I don't know anything about this no. gentleman. Uh. <laughs> All I know is his mom bought him a shirt. So he, it was his mom 12? bought him a real cool Chris Kyle shirt. So for those of you who don't know Chris Kyle, watch. Just watch his movie. Just just go watch it. You'll, sniper, right? sniper. Yep, the sniper, American sniper. Great I'm movie. Just, I'm just glad you guys figured out that that was you. Yeah. And then when, you immediately transitioned into trashing me. Said, okay. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a rough one. Nah, we were we play nice with our host. But anyways, Mr. Craig, you are Craig Lyson with I'm with uh Vets Growth at four oh seven seven five four five seven seven nine. All right. And That's email, a, no email or anything? No, okay. I'm tired, no email. I'm tired right, well, of answering emails I'm, right now. <laughs> I'm Tim with GRP Studios, four oh seven eight six two six eight eight two or Tim at grpstudios.com. If you have any comments, concerns, complaints, let us know. We'd love to hear them. I think so. I I think that works. Well, we have somebody in the studio today. It was originally going to be something to do with Arnold Schwarzenegger because it's called the, his business is called the Inspectigator, but I decided to go away from that. So it's going to be basically Inspector Gadget. And as we go forward, you'll understand why. John Bolton is in the house today with the Inspectigator. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I met you at a Planet Fitness. You had this really cool shirt on that said, Chicks Dig Drone Pilots. And I said, I got to talk to this guy. It was fantastic. So welcome, John, to the studio. You've been here before to do some other stuff. But uh-huh. now you're going you're, you're gonna to be here to talk about the Inspectigator and a bunch of stuff with your business. Just awesomeness. Love just, it. just awesomeness. Great. All right. So you're a, you're, you're a UF grad. Yep. Kind of the if you've seen his truck here and throughout Central Florida, it's blue and whatever that was it blue and whatever orange, orange and yeah orange Come and blue. On, yeah. I'm not a Gator guy. I'm I'm I, I'm a Gator so what's fan. His information. Well, he's a Gator fan. He's a Gator grad. What was your degree in, by the way? Building construction. Building construction. All right. Mm-hmm. So that'll kind of tie into that. But you also run Orlando Drone Aerial Photography. What you're getting emails? You getting texts? No, I thought he was going to give us phone number and contact he he will i'm just trying to give some of his stuff he teaches he's instructor he can do all sorts of stuff so if anybody wants a home inspection or a commercial inspection and they need to get a hold of the inspectigator how do they do that very simple four zero seven six seven eight home it can't get any easier than that right i I can't remember that was it something six uh... seven eight home (laughs) six seven eight home very, very easy, and the inspectigator.com, inspectigator.com, yep. correct? In fact, we got it up here on the board that nobody can see because we're not doing video. All right, so you went to, to UF, you graduated. How did you end up in this business? Obviously, your your degree was in building construction, but how did you end up in this particular business? I think I would have to blame my dad, and he was Navy, by the way. Okay, that's <clears throat> right. Yep, you have a lot of veterans in your family. Yep, they were all Navy on my side, and when I was young in high school, they said don't. And okay, I'd, being young and impressionable, I didn't. So here I am. But a lot of respect. Thank you guys. Thank everybody for serving. Really appreciate all all you brothers and sisters. That is cool. Honestly, I got my degree, got a job 
and in 1990, uh, economy was not good, and I got I ended up getting laid off because we didn't. I was a low man on the totem pole, the least experienced, all that good stuff, and here I was. Oh no, I'm a big boy now. I got to take care of myself, and did some odd stuff to eat, you know, to survive. And my dad finally says, "Man, you ought to get into home inspections." And I thought. No, this construction stuff sucks. <laughs> I don't want to do that. My dad uh, was also a GC. So I grew up in the business. You know, as soon as I was big enough to hold a paint stick, here you go, son. You know, you, you're good to go and installing insulation and doing, you know, simple tasks. Work stuff. Yeah. So I'd always been around it. And he finally talked me into it. And back in the day, they had these big, thick books that they would throw on your doorstep. You guys remember Phone those. books? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah those things. <laughs> phone books. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah just for the, the younger folks that might be listening. Yeah, the big make, yellow book, yellow pages, directory. Yeah, okay. All that good stuff. And I opened it up, and there were two pages of home inspectors. That's it. Now, contrast that to today, where there's more than 14,000 licensed home inspectors in the state of Florida. I mean, wow, that yeah. that that rivals realtors. Not not close. It's probably about a tenth of the, the realtors, but fourteen thousand thousand home it. inspectors. Is that in Orlando? You're talking just about just in Florida, in Florida, the state. Oh, in Florida. Yeah, yeah. We, but whose reputation is the better one? Yours, right? Absolutely. Well, well yeah, there you we'll, go. And, and, we yeah. know you. Well, and we'll definitely get to that. So there was two pages back in when you would open it up. Yeah. So what'd you do? What what's next? I started at the top. It said A A A All American Home Inspections, and I picked up the phone. And said, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this," and he says, "Come on in." And I got a job. I mean, it was you know it was that simple, really. Uh, but it was it was uh, different. So uh, yeah, for those that you don't know, the, the yellow pages were the Google of the day, and to get into the yellow pages, you had to start with A. That's why you see so many. AAA locksmith and our actually AA teleprompter was what we did years ago ah. because that was a yellow pages mentality. You put AAA in front of your name or 4A or whatever it is, you know, double A MCO AMCO. That's there's a reason why people do that. So you started out, you went to work for them. Then what'd you do? I started meeting other business owners. And at one point, I was working for like three or four different companies at the same time which was really, really cool when you think about it because I got exposed to different softwares and different disclosures and, you know, different tools, you know, different uh, everything, procedures, all that kind of stuff. So it actually worked to my advantage. I had no idea. I was just a workaholic like my dad was. That I've just always been like that my whole life. And I, you know, I'd do an inspection for the green team in the morning and pull around the, the corner and put the blue magnet on, the blue shirt and the blue hat and do the inspection for the blue team in the afternoon, you know. And, and that got me where I, you know, for, for several years. And then they eventually started my own, kind of transitioned right into that. And so 2000, we incorporated Inspectigator. So we've been around 21. 20, yeah, more than 20 years. So you've yeah. been doing this for quite a while. So you were working for three different companies. Was there any conflict of interest there that you were aware of? No, we all knew each other. Okay, and it, and it was all good. It worked out worked out real well. It was, you know, ten ninety nine, and I do whatever I wanted to do. Right, so you were a contract worker, yeah, for that for the most part. What did you learn? I mean, you said a little bit of that, but what are some of the big takeaways that you you grabbed from working for three different companies? You know. It was so cool because I had all those different perspectives, different paradigms from different folks. 
And then when I started my own, I took all the stuff that I liked from him and him and him and, and created my own, basically. So that was, it's a lot easier way to start out like that with some experience and different, like I said, the different, the different paradigms than it is to just go out cold on your own and try to figure everything out. So I got it. It was a nice jump start, really. Did they have specific things that they worked on? Did each company have specific areas of expertise that they worked on? Or oh, was it... God, totally different. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, some of them were night and day. And remember, this is towards the beginning. It was probably mid-70s when home inspections really started. To... Back in the dark ages, yeah. be- just barely before <laughs> electricity, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Back then, you know, we used a hammer and chisel for, yeah. for reports. For reports. They took long time, and they were really heavy. And <laughs> and he dropped one of the tablets coming off the mountain, and he had to go out and get it again. <laughs> had to do so, it all over again, right? So you're doing this. When did you graduate, by the way? You graduated from, from Florida. Yeah, 89. 89, okay. So you picked what you wanted from each of the businesses that you really liked, and then you kind of dropped some of the other stuff. How did you determine what you liked and what you didn't like and what the client might like? I've always been a technical type of guy, so that I gravitated towards that type of stuff. And back in the day, there was only like maybe three softwares that existed. And one of the reporting formats was a handwritten, what do you call that, three-part carbonless? Remember oh, those yeah, kind of things? I remember. And, you didn't have to make a mimeograph machine, really, oh. to make your copies? The smell just came back in my mind. Oh, my God. You guys remember that smell? Oh, for all you youngsters out there that have never had the pleasure of having a mimeograph copy and get black ink everywhere, you are really missing out. I mean, actually just totally diverted from that because you talked about now the software and now the things that you have are so much better. But again, what did you learn from each of those companies that you really wanted to focus on? Like I said, I graduate or gravitated towards the technical stuff and then learned about an organization called ASHI, American Society of Home Inspectors. And like they had SOPs and this is the way you should do things. This is the way you shouldn't do things. You know, there was a code of ethics, those kind of things. And I started really getting some bookends on, on this little adventure, right? And then learned about FABI, the Florida Association of Building Inspectors. And it got even more focused. And FABI is, a, is very similar to ASHI, but it's Florida-based. So we have conferences each quarter. And really started, that's where it really started developing. So do you have to be, you have to be certified to do a lot of this stuff. Talk to me about the certifications that you have to have for what you do. You know, prior to 2010, there was nothing. Be honest Really? You did not have to have certifications. So Uh anybody could just, Joe Schmo, building inspector, could go do whatever they wanted to. Vistaprint cards for, uh, you know, uh, well, those were free, right? Vistaprint cards. Well, they're they're cheap now. You were in business. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it took. And then 2010 is when licensing came around. So honestly, pre-licensure time frame, it was, it was very easy to differentiate. You know, I would go uh, start building my collection of certifications, uh, if you will. And then, you know, when people are comparing company A to company B to company C, and one guy's got a bunch of certifications and this other guy's got nothing but Vistaprint cards, it was easy, actually, you know, come to think of it. Then licensure, I think the general public tends to look at, oh, you've got a state licensure all the same. And that's just, it's so far from the truth. It really is. But So now you can teach, if I'm not correct, because you do teaching, mm-hmm. you do instruction, you go to these, you go to Winter Vegas, you go to places and you teach. Is that part of the CE credits that you do? I mean, because yeah. again, we're, we're bouncing all over the place because there's so much information I want to get out of you. But are you able to teach them things that people can take? 
and then they get a certification education credit, and then they can go to apply for these certifications as well. Oh, heck yeah. The school is like my passion. I love, love, love doing the school. You know, the older you get, things hurt, right? So (laughs) we we all get that. So wait, 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 wait a minute. Are you in your fifties? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, when you get your s- close to seventy, come and talk to me. Yeah. It's yeah. even worse. Right. It's even worse. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the um, encouragement. The encouragement. Yeah. The positive motivation there. So teaching is is. Oh yeah. Better. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's so much fun. I really I've earned trophies along the way, and that that was that was that period of my uh, life, and now showing younger guys and gals um, how to do things, how to supplement their businesses add additional services that generate multiple streams of income. All that stuff is so awesome. And I get IMs and DMs or whatever that stuff's called. I get emails and man, check it out. What I found, what I did, uh, you know, money we earned, all these different things. That is exciting. Because you have a bunch of stuff. You And we're, we're probably going to talk about some more of this stuff later on. You know, the greatest home inspection, a great home inspection, a pre-listing, you can do a walk and talk. You can walk and talk at the same time, but can you chew gum during your walk and talk? And Can't chew the gum. Can't chew the gum. No. You do a new construction phase. Then you have all kinds of add-ons, the sewer scope. There's so many things I wish I wish we could have done for my son when he bought his house, but that's a whole other story. You have a ton of stuff that you offer people. Some of it's standalone. You've got videos on your site as well that talk about a lot of these things individually. They're short videos. Mm-hmm. What made you do that? Now, th- this is like one of my newest passions in the last uh, several years is doing what you guys do. You know, I love the video creation and stuff. So I've got a YouTube channel and there's over 200 videos on there now. Uh, don't, don't look at the old ones because they're awful. I mean, they're really, really bad. But I love, love doing that. I will have to say you're a very good drone operator. We have used you on several occasions for a lot of stuff, which is cool. Again, that's another one mm-hmm. of your businesses. Orlando Aerial Drone Photography. That's the one. And you do some pretty cool stuff. Is it mostly home inspections for that portion of what you do? Yeah. You know, the, the sizzles kind of wore out. In the beginning, we did a lot of videos for real estate agents, you know, uh, featuring the homes and flyovers and because when you can get up in the air, now you can see the house and the lake that it sits on or the golf course. or You know, it's, it's much more appealing than a digital camera from the sidewalk. So in the beginning, we did a lot of those. And that was, that was fun. And the sizzles kind of wore out. And especially this market, I mean, houses are hot potatoes. Houses just seem to be flying off the shelves, yeah. so to speak. So how detailed should a home inspector be? And I know there's a lot of disagreement in this. And we've experienced... We haven't sold a house, but our son has experienced some of these issues. How detailed do you really want to be? I know realtors don't like some of that stuff, but how detailed do you need to be? Do you need to be, operative word need, the state has set minimum standards, and they are very minimum standards. In other words... Is the house standing? Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. That's one of them, right? <laughs> you, you, on things that are similar, you only have to check a representative sample. So we could, somebody literally go into a house and check one window, one receptacle, one door, and that's considered acceptable by the state, right? It's, it's not, if you were the, the consumer, the, the home buyer, it wouldn't be acceptable. But this is what the state has said. This is the minimum. And, you know, s- some guys will follow that. So as a home buyer, be very careful whom you choose to do your home inspection. Compare. Check everybody out online bef- before you order 
I think you you hit the nail on the head. It's asking questions because once is once people learn about what you're telling us is we're going to spread the word out quicker. And then people are going to realize, okay, we need to make sure what you're saying is acceptable. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, you're right. There are so many things that you can do. Give me an overview of the services that you provide, if you can. I mean, we can look on your website, but can you give me kind of an overview of what it is that you provide? Whew. Do we have that much time? I don't know. I mean, we'll have a little bit of time, but then I want to do something. We're, you know what? We're going to skip over taking a break and coming back, but I do have something I want to play when you finish with your, this is what we do. Of course, we've got a full home inspection. We also cater to a lot of real estate investors. So we have what we call the great. It's, uh, it's more limited in scope. We f- uh, focus on the major components, roofing, mechanical, electrical, plumbing, things that are going to cost you money. A lot of investors are replacing the cabinets and the toilets and the flooring and the, you know all those kind of things. So we ignore those, just hit the major things so they know that they're not buying a true money pit. But because this market is so hot, some people are foregoing a home inspection, which is a bad idea because you really don't know. People can conceal things. People can be ignorant of things going on in the house. I mean, how many times have you been up in your own attic besides getting the Christmas gifts or yeah, the Christmas I, decks up and yeah, down? Yeah, I try right? not to go in there when it's less than 140 degrees, yeah, exactly. so, which is very, you know, very often. So in order to try to help people, I understand today's market is so competitive and that's been a strategy to skip it. Let's at least at a very minimum, do a walk and talk. We're going to walk around. So there's no report. There's no pictures. It's just us uh, with eyeballs and experience. So you're more like homes on homes. Hey, there you go. There you go. That's not a bad analogy. John on homes. Yeah. So we can point things out like, Hey, this, this house has polybutylene or pecs, and this may be an an insurance issue. Hey, this roof is really old, and and you may have a few years, but you need to budget or negotiate. So we go over these kind of things so that at least they're going in prepared and and not getting hurt, right? Does the market, are people so desperate to have a house that they just say, you know what, I don't care what the inspection is, and we're going to run with it? They are. They are. In your own experience, he had sewer issues. Yep. Now, sewer issues... In a normal home inspection, those it may be impossible to catch those kind of things. You, nobody knows the condition of that the the sewer lines without running a camera down it. So that's been a real big thing for us is doing the the sewer cam inspections. And you would be shocked. The more we do these, the more we realize, oh my God, everybody, like every single person in Florida, needs a sewer scope, whether you're selling or or buying or or, or not selling. Really, nobody knows what's going on down there. And it doesn't matter whether it's old school cast iron. It could be Orangeburg, which is, you know, it's a, it's a defective thing and it's it's at the end of its life. Sometimes uh, lines have been relined and they're delaminating. And sometimes even new construction, you got uh, the tile guys flushing all their mortar and stuff down there. Well, that, that solidifies. I have to say this. Uh, we have a neighbor that moved in years ago and the people that were in their house getting ready to sell, they beautified everything on the outskirts. Mm -hmm. They sold it as is. Now, they bought the house because they were out of state. They moved into the house. Kitchen cabinets are gone. Things are broke. Nothing was like what you anticipated, like a house should have when you walk in. They have spent thousands and Mm -hmm. thousands of dollars. Air conditioning was broke. But because the picture on the outside was really beautiful and the landscape was manicured, they go, everything's perfect with this house. 
you know, that's but, where you need to come in. But you know Amen. what? Then I then I blame that because that's just a stupid thing to do. It, but, it, but it happens a oh, lot. I, I'm I'm sure it does. But before we do that, I gotta I gotta play I gotta play this. This is this is one of the reasons I like having you around is because of your gadgets. <laughs> For those of you that grew up before, this became Matthew Broderick in the, in the TV movie. Inspector Gadget was pretty cool. So one of the things that I saw when we were at the gym, you got this thing that says drone, you know, chicks dig drone pilots. And I approached you because we were looking for a drone operator for the business. But you've got all kinds of tools and gadgets that you take in to homes. Man, I love my tools. <laughs> Toys. Well, tools. I'm tools. sorry. Yeah. Sorry, honey. They're tools. Really? Yeah, your wife, Bobby, don't let her let her know what's their toys. They're actually tools. They're functional. Exactly. Exactly. The drone is one of them, and we got the Part 107 license, so we can... Uh, it's not an illegal activity, but the drones is one thing. Uh, I mentioned the sewer scoping uh, is another. Of course, we've been doing infrared for almost 20 years, and uh, th- that's an absolutely must-have uh, on every inspection. We do. We're also state licensed mold assessor and mold remediator. So we do mold testing. We do sanitization, uh, which is a boy. Has that been a, a big thing nowadays? You don't know what kind of environment you're moving into, and so we can sanitize the house prior to. Or agents have had issues with sellers not wanting to show the house because they don't want people in there. And uh, we help the agent where they can go ahead and say, "Look, we're going to schedule everybody for Saturday. Open house on Saturday." We're going to professionally sanitize it prior to you coming back home, so it's all good. So it's helping them. You're you're talking about doing the 360, one of the new toys. I mean, one of the new tools. Yeah, I'm sorry thing. that you were you were thinking about doing. Why would some? Well, before we do that, what's the infrared used for? Why would anybody need a re- infrared scope of their home? Because we can find things that nobody else can. It's a whole different light spectrum. Okay, I could be in complete total darkness and see perfectly with the infrared camera. It's just it's a different light spectrum, right? So when something's a different temperature, it comes, I, I can see it. Okay, so it sees temperature, if, if you will. So when what's that going to show you? Is it going to show you leaks or what? What's it going to show you? Right, if something is wet, there's something called the evaporative cooling. So the wet thing will be darker because it's cooler, and the dry thing will be brighter because it's hotter, okay, relatively speaking. So when stuff is leaking and you sometimes you cannot see it with the naked eye, it's just a toilet upstairs that's dripping. It's a, a leaky shower in a closet and you don't, you know, stuff like that. If there is a circuit that's overheating, of course you can't see the temperature without the camera. So it's a whole lot less expensive before the fire department gets there. You know, if we can find this yeah, and address it, it's usually a righty tighty fix. You know, it's not a big deal. Uh, but finding that prior to uh, John Morgan or the fire department arriving. It's yeah. Yeah. All right. So you, then you, you talked about some of the other things that you're able to do. I know realtors have a problem with that. I can understand it because they want to sell a house. They want to get it. They want to move on. It's just okay. there. And I don't want to bash realtors. We've had some great realtors in here that have talked about stuff. Jason Alderman being one of them, but what would you say your reputation is in the real estate industry? Oh boy. Uh, where the average time frame for a home inspector is hour, hour and a half, our t- average time frame is more like three and a half or four hours. Okay, so 
with that kind of time frame, um, the the technical acumen and the complexity of stuff we do is is illustrated. You know, a long time ago, there was a guy named Larry Saro. He's still around. He's HI number one. And he had the reputation for an eight to nine hour inspection. And this blew me away as a young man. And I remember asking him at a conference, you know, what do you do for eight hours, Larry? And instead of berating me and making me feel stupid, he thinks for a second, he says, John, the more you know, the longer it takes. And it makes so much sense. Okay. I can't tell you, I've never actually seen a home inspection report that can tell you if the water heater's actually functioning properly or the air conditioner's functioning properly, right? Most guys will say, oh, it's the water heater's eight years old and 50 gallons. Well, does it work? You know, there's two elements there. So I thought about that. I have to step into this. How many people, and we know that people are fluctuating down here like crazy from all over the world because of our weather and GRP studios. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so what it comes down to is that, uh, how many people call you from out of state that know you and saying, hey, we want to hire you because we don't want to waste money? You know, it's so cool when you get that, that call from California. Hey, you know, my, uh, my cousin or whatever told me about you. I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. You know, that feels really, really good. I've even had people say, hey, I've got your report from 15 years ago. You want to see it? I'm like, no, I really don't. <laughs> I have a feeling that you, you improve as you go out and you do more and you see more. Would that be that might be of a benefit to you? Say, wow, you know, I did this 15 years ago. I'm doing this now, and it's much better than it was before. Oh, sure, yeah. Maybe. Over time, you 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 keep learning and you keep uh, earning new certifications, getting new tools and and so forth, like the sewer scope and the infrared, and and I mean, we do pool leak detection. Uh, we just continue, continue, continue to evolve and improve. Obviously, so, pools here in Florida are a big thing. You know, I think you said mm-hmm. on your website that's one of the biggest. That's one of the biggest requests. One of the one of the most current requests is I need to have a pool inspection. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. You, with do you that. have a pool at your place, right? No, no we have a bathtub. bathtub. So, uh, <laughs> so I have a question for you. It's like uh, with all that, what Tim is saying is like, how many people call you and say, "Hey, we're selling a house. We're planning to downsize or increase size." You get a lot of repeat business. Thank God. Yeah, we really do. We've been, you know, doing it since 1998 for me and then Inspectigator since 2000. So that's been a real blessing that people have retained our business cards and stuff. And one, one person even showed me a card from way back when, when it was just me, Ronnie, and my mom. A my, Vista print card? That, that was, <laughs> we actually had to pay for those cards. So is this the same mom that bought you that shirt you're wearing? It is. It is. Yeah. Very cool. But people have come back to you for a reason. The realtors might not, but I know you have some realtors that you've worked with because I've done one event with you at somebody's home where you had a bunch of realtors there supporting you, oh, which is that? which yeah. is another thing that you do. You have realtors come out and you let them talk about some of the things that they do and how it ties into what you're doing. Clarify? Clarify. That sounds like a data from Star Trek. You've got that infrared <laughs> scopey thing. You're like Jordy on Star Trek Next Generation, right? He looks through those things. Yeah, okay. you, you brought in a bunch of realtors into a show home. Basically, it was a home that was being sold, and they were giving information on techniques and training and something else on why it was important to do what you do. It wasn't just a bunch of realtors saying, I need to sell this house. It was a bunch of realtors attending, listening, and watching videos of people that were kind of training them, correct? Yeah, that was uh, Nathan Thornberry flew down from Residential Warranty Services out of Indy, and he was the main uh, instructor, if you will, and provide a lot of good information uh, for real estate agents, uh, things that will help make them better. 
that was a good event. And that house, Hunter Pascal was the uh, owner seller, and he was offering any real estate agent. It was it was a huge commission. Like it was like a hundred. I think it was a hundred thousand dollar commission to sell that house because it was a it was a very large house. Nice house. Yeah. Real quick, how many people hire you after they've had a house for X amount of years where they go like, listen, we're not selling. We feel like there's some promise here. Can you come over here and do your job to see what we need to invest in first? That's, you know, that's some of my favorite activities. And somebody says, hey, I've got a problem. Can you help? Right. It, you get, it gets old, honest, after a while, checking doorknobs and window latches in the, the three, two home of Castleberry. It gets, you know, after so many years, it just, I've had enough of this. But when someone says I'm experiencing a problem and now you start to apply the stuff you've learned, like the second law of thermodynamics. And it's very simple stuff when you let the house show you stuff and you apply the science and you come up with a conclusion and like everybody's like, oh my gosh, you're you're so smart. Like, not really. I just put all this, you know, I just filled in the blanks and let the house tell me the story. But uh, the uh, building science stuff is just fascinating. And you, I've, yeah, I've seen some 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 crazy things. Well, you've probably seen homes like ours is a home built in 1954. It's a solid concrete block home. It's great and it's solid. But if you had somebody that liked to do things to the home that really wasn't qualified, probably like me, and you're like. How in the world, why did you do it like this? Oh, man, there is no shortage of stupid, and I can prove it. <laughs> I we, love that. We've got a whole presentations on stupid stuff that we find, and it's, it's what you know they call job security, right? Oh, yeah, and you that's on your Facebook page, or it's on, is it on YouTube? I, I remember seeing a bunch of posts. It might even actually be on LinkedIn. You do a bunch of, po- you do a bunch of posts about, oh, yeah. found Lots this of- today. And you get the comments from people that say, well, who would do something stupid like that? They don't call it Florida for nothing, <laughs> right? <laughs> the funny thing is, just this morning, I, I posted a free class, and it was not-so-smart electricians, which is a funny section. And there's some case studies on some really weird stuff, like, why is this happening? And we talk about those and apply the science or whatever. And then what we refer to as inspector porn it was all these stupid people pictures and it's pretty funny i just literally posted it posted it this morning on on uh, linkedin and our youtube channel and some of the stuff i see is like you have got to be kidding me but then i think hmm, you know i could see why they would have that up there let's talk real briefly because we've spoken mostly about residential Monolith is your commercial building inspection now what made you decide to go into doing commercial stuff well, it's funny. We've done commercial inspections yeah, my whole career, and just recently we separated the divisions, the commercial from the residential, because nobody goes online searching for home inspector that does commercial buildings. So we did that primarily for SEO value, right? But the, with the monolith, we follow a uh, what they call a PCA, Property Condition Assessment, and this is an ASTM 2018 standard. Okay, what, this, what's ASTM? The the testing material, folks. What does that stand for? I don't know. I was going to ask you. We yeah. won't. We'll, we'll just cut that. Delete that part out. So the ASTM. Anyway, so you do you do a whatever that testing is mm-hmm. for, and why do you do that? Actually, the commercial is even more fun than the residential because although it's big and it's, it looks intimidating, somebody that's coming in buying a big commercial building could care less about the squeaky doors in the little stuff. They want to know the big stuff. Where am I spending my money? Do I need a new roof? Do I need, you know, new AC units? It's you focus on the large stuff and the ASTM has provided this 
suggested standard to follow. And, and there's full PCAs, there's modified PCAs, but those are, those are much more fun because it's strictly numbers. There's no emotion involved. Now, is that for a building like this that has multiple sublease units in it? Or is it a large building, a single building, or do you do both? Any and all, which is we started doing the 360, like you brought up. And like a lot of people have seen the 360 videos that higher-end real estate agents have used to market uh, you know, million-dollar houses where you can literally walk through the house. I thought, hey, I got a good idea. There's often commercial buyers that are out of state, and they're not here. So let's take this 360 thing, and now it's as if they were right here. They can literally walk through the whole building using this 360 camera. You can look up. You can see the ceiling. You can look down see the floor. If you've got problems, you can send it to your contractor or your, your building designer and say, look, we, wanna, we need to fix this or we want to modify that. And so they can do all this pre-planning from states and states away. It's really, really cool. So do you have commercial realtors that you work with here as mm -hmm. well? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that would probably help a lot if you're out of state. You're right, and you say, it looks like there's something structurally wrong there, or we're going to have to modify this portion of the building to do what we want to do for our build-out. Yeah, we've got an example on the monolithbuildinginspections.com site where you can actually walk through the, the uh, a commercial building that we did and check it out. It even creates a floor plan for you uh, with dimensions. Yeah, there you go. That's very, knows that part of the 360 thing? Yeah. So very you can, cool. You also provide a, a warranty of sorts. Yeah, we on our full home inspections, we provide free warranties. They're limited, okay, because we have to pay for them, uh, but they give you some coverage. I couldn't tell you how many times somebody would call two months afterwards and the dishwasher's not working and how did we miss it? You're like, well, obviously it was functioning fine when we were there and there's nothing I can do for you is what most people would say. And now we can say, however, because you use Inspectigator, we have given you, we've provided you some free coverage. Okay. It will give them something. Uh, it, it's not a hundred percent or anything like that, but it gives them something. So we turn somebody that's really mad into somebody that's not as mad. Not quite as mad. And you provide the recall checks. Oh, man. That, that is, that's huge. That is huge. Oh, my God. This is one. Back in the day, like I used to try to maintain. I had a, an accordion file, and I was, and I was, this is like the real geek part of me. I, I, was, I, I would print these all these uh, Consumer Product Safety Commission recalls out and save them, all these dishwashers, all these ovens, all these refrigerators. And I would check manually. And I, I had no concept of how huge uh, recalls are and how many fires happen because of recalled, stuff, recalled appliances. I had no idea. And then I discovered uh, residential warranty services that offered this system. Now it's a system. So we take the model and serial number of all these appliances, which is not just the kitchen stuff. It's the water heater. It's the uh, AC system. All those and the system now checks not just the CPC, CPSC, Consumer Product Safety Commission, but all these other places that post recalls. It does this automatically, right? It's a computer every single month, and it sends the customer, the home buyer, a report every month. So it pops up on their email. They run through there. No recalls, good to go. Sometimes there's recalls, and I've had people uh, tell me, you know, the recalls, it doesn't matter how old the appliance is. It's a safety right, thing. Right, so say it don't have to be replaced. Yes. Well, sometimes it's a repair, sometimes it's a replacement, but that is a zero cost to the, the homeowner. Is that one of the things that differentiates you between other home inspection groups? It is. Uh, there's more so now today than there used to be. It's huge from a, just a pure safety perspective. 
instead of the house burning down because that wire is they discovered was too small on the dishwasher handle. You know, they got it free. So it would be really cool if we could figure out how many lives and how many buildings home inspectors actually save per year. But would you ask on them? Hey, yeah. Mm. This Chinese Chinese drywall, is that true? It's come from China? Not all of it is Chinese. Okay. Actually, I heard about that. My, my dream girl's house uh, built 20 years ago. They were trying to get drywall and they were shipping it in from China. Mm-hmm. And because I don't know what, why, I don't know if we were Americans can't make drywall. It all came from, or is said to have come from, the Chinese were uh, desulfuring stuff and they've got this pile of sulfur and, and what do you do with it? Well, you slap it in between two pieces of paper and sell it to the Americans, right? This call is what it, they call were, it drywall. Yeah, call it drywall. So a lot of it was coming out of China. There, there has been some manufactured here in the States. And it was a big thing, not, necessar- not, not necessarily so much in central Florida uh, because the ports were getting the majority of it. But down in south Florida, it was like huge, huge, huge. And in the beginning, it was you got to fully rewire this house because the, the desulfuring, the off-gassing would make metals turn and copper would turn black very fast, including the wiring in the home. Now, they, they, they did change that saying you don't have to rewire anymore. And hmm, that that would make me go hmm. I I, I don't know how wow. comfortable I feel about that. Holy God. yeah! I mean, and the only reason I ask that is we had initially asked you to do the home inspection for our son's townhome. You there was a death in the family. Your inspectors, you guys couldn't do it. We had to turn to somebody else to, to complete it. But I'm still getting the recalls for that building. I could probably turn that off at some point because they're getting ready to sell it. But I'm still getting the recalls for that particular townhome, and it's like, that's so cool. And then real quickly, you talked about 2010 is when the certification and, and it became more state licensing. state licensing. Very quickly, the townhome that they bought was in Sanford. They were not following the guidelines that they were supposed to file in this new construction when it was booming just mm-hmm. before everything fell apart. Sanford said, you know what, we're not, Sanford or Selma County, one of the two, said, we're not going to approve that. We're going to put a pump station on there. You're responsible for everything inside of that gate from a sewer standpoint. But they weren't following code. They weren't doing the things they were supposed to do. And if you read the fine print on page 68 of the contract that they signed, you know, you're responsible for all sewer issues, period, end of story. So. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, recommend everybody get a sewer scope. You know, especially condos, right? Because yeah. it's not just your stuff leaving. It's your, it's your neighbor to, and it's, their it's all pets. your neighbor's yeah. stuff. I yeah. got a question. How far do you go out? Is it just Orlando you stay within, or how how many do you have a certain mileage that you only go out to? Well, we've got uh, we've got one inspector that's up in Orange City, so we'll go up you know that far north. We just hired a new inspector that's down in Kissimmee, so we can go uh, that far south. So it's it's mostly central Florida. How many people are working on Inspectigator? Including myself, we've got a, uh, 12, a dozen people. So you're employing 12 people, which is awesome. And again, there's a bunch of other stuff that we didn't even get to today, which is fine. I just want people to get an idea of who you are, what you do, and how important it is. If you're thinking about buying a home and the realtor says, nah, don't worry about it, I've got this inspector, that's kind of a conflict of interest. When they say you can't use this person, I know they have a way to get around it. And again, we kind of skipped a bunch of stuff today, but that's okay. Straight on through, straight on John Bolton, Inspectigator, nothing else in here. I tell you what, everything we learned real quickly, uh, you better call him. 
I seriously. I would you do better it. Call him. Awesome. John knows his stuff, not just because he's a Florida grad, but he's a really nice guy to boot. So we will see you next time. Go Gators. Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.